BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, you got to be an expert in knowing the guy, and he was the guy that was the expert in knowing the guy. He was an expert in knowing the guy. And who was the guy he knew? Uh, Well, he knew a lot of people, but obviously there was some familiar, you know, his brother, his father, uh, uh, some of his his father's siblings. So he, he knew a lot of people. To our surprise and delight, Devin Archer, the longtime business partner and friend of Hunter Biden, did a long-form interview with Tucker Carlson on Tucker's Twitter thing. What a uh, get for Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I got the idea they've known each other. But um, the interesting part of it, and we're about to play you some chunks of it, is... um, he just absolutely spells out influence peddling and and also uh, access peddling in Washington D.C. in a way that is reminiscent of Mark Leibovich's fabulous book This Town. It, it, kind of a different angle on it, though. I've got to admit, I was a little surprised and slightly embarrassed because uh, you know last week, whenever it was, I was explaining that Devin Archer's got to be extremely careful what he talks about on Capitol Hill because he's got all sorts of criminal liability. Um, he's in the midst of dealing with the authorities on a couple of different things, as I recall. But um, apparently he feels more than comfortable talking in general terms about D.C. And, and gaining access and how that works. He's either an idiot or they gave him like some real solid assurances he wasn't going to get himself in more trouble to get him to talk, I guess. I yeah, know. I guess. Although, yeah, I don't think he even edged close to criminality in the interview, but it's so interesting, so let's get into it. Michael, let's start with uh, clip number 30, asking about uh, Hunter's skill set. 
So you worked with Hunter Biden in a bunch of different businesses. Um, what were the skill, the specific skills that he brought to clients? Well, at the end of the day, he, you know, he had a career in Washington. Yeah. Uh, graduated Yale Law School and had a very big network in in D.C. and brought that know-how and understanding of D.C. and ultimately the Biden brand. The know-how. So as far as I could tell, he wasn't doing legal work. I Correct. Mean, he wasn't in the counsel's office at Burisma, right? No, no. So the the network in the Biden brand sounds like the the kind of key component of absolutely what yeah. he was bringing. Yep. It's a problem with trying to make this illegal or charge him with various things. This is so much of the way all well all of life works, but certainly government works is the person that can actually get the person you want to talk to on the phone is worth something. They don't need to sure. have any other talent than the ability to get a certain person on the phone that you need to talk to. Oh, yeah. I'm not approaching this as in, therefore, uh, Hunter Biden deserves to go to jail because of what this guy's saying. A, it's really interesting understanding how Washington, D.C. works. B, he's a tax evader. And and C, Joe Biden's been lying like crazy about his, quote-unquote, involvement or knowledge of the family business, but preserving plausible deniability. Again, I just think this is interesting. By the way, that wasn't right-wing fascist comment from Joe Getty. The Washington Post gave Joe Biden four Pinocchios in their fact check over Joe Biden saying, my son, our, the, the, well, to say my son means the family because we know the money went into all these different accounts. But anyway, my son never made money from China or any of these companies or right. countries that we visited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four Pinocchio lie from the Washington Post. That's getting no attention in the news. We came back from break with Devin Archer saying he was an expert at knowing the guy. More detail in 34, Michael. Um, so really, the business of Washington is is selling access. That's what it looked like to me. Yes. Not just Hunter Biden, but like... Yeah, no, I think that's... Do. I mean, I think that's the one of the like core misconceptions. I mean, it seems like when I... You know, understanding a regulatory environment means selling access at the end of the day. That, yeah. That's how I interpret it. And I think that's how most people on, you know, in Wall Street, whether they admit it or not, interpret it. Yeah. So we're going to, we've got a complex business that intersects with government. We need a guy who knows it. Right. How do I, you know, deal with getting a guy a visa that needs to come over for a business deal? Call our lobbyist that knows the guy in DHS or used to work in DHS or, you know, in Customs and Border Patrol or the people at the embassy and state, they they might be able to help. So there are very like tactical elements that are regulatory and compliance and governance that you have to go through. And you got to know the guy that worked at the old agency that now has the lobbying firm that can go back to the agency and you know, get get things put to the front of the line. It's sickening that if you're a regular person, and we've all run into this, you're just trying to do something kind of normal and you don't have any connections, it's impossible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they, they rub your face in it, the big, powerful government officials. But if you pay a Hunter Biden, say if you're a Burisma, you're a Ukrainian energy company, you want to buy a an American energy company, think of the regulatory complexity of that, for instance. Well, they hired Hunter Biden and paid him and his his partner boatloads of money to open all those doors to the powerful so they could get their deal done. That's how he made his living. He could get doors opened. Uh, Let's see. Oh, let's do. uh, I love this part. Um, Oh, that's right. I meant to make the point that I made earlier. The bigger and more powerful the government gets, the more reams and reams and reams and reams of laws and regulations and rules that we have, the more time everybody has to spend rent-seeking, which is a fancy term for begging the government to let you do something. We've gone way past 
a, a system, a philosophy, a national identity of if you're not hurting anybody, you go ahead. You have liberty. You do what you want unless it's specifically illegal. We've gone to a system where you cannot do a damn thing unless the government tells you you're allowed to, which is fairly sickening. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's do 36 and 37 back to back, Michael. This has to do with uh, the old man being on the phone during those business meetings, and it's priceless. It's been reported, and you have said that there were occasions when uh, Joe Biden would call in with clients present on a speakerphone. Right. How, how many times do you think that happened? I mean, over... A 10-year partnership, I would, uh, you know, the number I'm going with is 20. That's probably the, the, the amount that I so kind of record. Yeah, a lot. Joe Biden, then the sitting vice president, knew that there were Hunter's business associates in the room. Yeah, I think I can, I can definitively say at particular dinners or meetings, he knew there were business associates. And he, you know, we, or if I was there, I was a business associate too. Yeah. Um, so I think, or if, you know, any of the other colleagues from the D.C. office or the New York office were there. So, yeah, at times there were from the, you know, to be, you know, completely clear on the calls. I don't know if it was an orchestrated call in or not. It certainly was powerful, though, because, you know, if you're sitting with a foreign business person and you hear the vice president's voice, that's prize enough. I mean, that's 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 pretty impactful stuff for anyone. In it's the world. A, it's. So I didn't watch this whole video on Twitter's on Tucker's Twitter feed, like 13 million people did. But is the overall takeaway, because I assume Devin Archer is not at any point saying Hunter Biden is a criminal. Is he is he basically just saying, look, grow up, everybody. This is the way the whole thing works. Do you think it didn't work this way in the. Uh, Obama White House or the Bush White House or any other administration that it's not you know people who know people who can get somebody on the phone grow up is that basically what he's saying I think so I think so and we're going to play 36 and 37 back to back because 37 really brings home what he's talking about you've got a lot of kids you're close to them do you call them on speaker during business meetings um do I call (laughs) (laughs) I mean what is that a grown man calling his dad on a speakerphone during a business right. meeting. Right, and to be clear, sometimes it was the call was coming in and the speaker would go on. So it was. it's just the presence. You have to be, I mean, you're, you, you understand D.C., right? So the power to have that access and that conversation, and it's not in a scheduled conference call and it's a part of your family, that's, that's like the pinnacle of, uh, of power in D.C. A hundred percent. When the call was coming in, I'm supposed to believe that he happened to call when Hunter was talking to important business execs, he then got paid for. Now, come on. I'm not that gullible. Imagine right. that's way more power than calling out to me. The fact that Hunter can pick up the phone and call his dad and his dad will pick up the phone. You know, a lot of us dads will pick up the phone anytime our kids call unless it's, you know, a very unusual situation. Mm-hmm. But if my kid is an adult now and tell dad i need you to call at 1205 i got a big meeting calling me calling in that's way more powerful <laughs> i think yeah either one works but you're so you're sitting there meeting with chinese oligarchs or ukrainians or whatever and you're saying can we get you access to the people you need in the department of state <laughs> i tell you what let's call and ask the vice president if we can and then there's the vice president of the united states chatting him up and say hey hope you're enjoying the weather are you going to make it to a nationals game blah 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 you hang up and you say yeah we can connect you with the guy at state please i thought this was interesting i forget who it was that pointed it out i read it the other day 
all of these countries that Hunter was doing business in, their culture is connections are really everything, not just the way we're saying it. Connections are everything in Washington, D.C. No, they really are. Like, they have no and rule of law. And openly so. They yeah. have no rule yeah. of law. It's corrupt. So the only way to get things done is paying somebody who knows somebody. Mm-hmm. So that's the world they come from, and they have reason to assume, and they may be right, unfortunately, that we do things the same way in the United States. Right. Yeah. It's and it's very, very Soviet. Your uncle knows a guy in the Politburo. They're friends, and so you get the permit to open the grocery store. It's as simple as that. And it's uh, you know, it's uh, pretty disturbing as an American. I tell you what, let's uh, take a break. There's one more, one or two more clips I really want to play, uh, including. Tucker asks Devin Archer about a letter of thanks he got from Joe Biden, who knew nothing about the family business, remember, never even discussed it. So very revealing, and that's coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs. Because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It gets worse for the Chinese zoo trying to pass off a guy in a bear costume as a bear. Stay tuned for that story. Uh, we haven't even talked about the uh, panda crisis that's approaching. We'll uh, discuss that as well. It's an all-bear segment coming up. Stay with us, won't you? Uh, but first, uh, oh, too bad we're not talking about Brett Bear. We're talking about Tucker Carlson um, and his conversation with Devin Archer, which is so interesting about how Washington, D.C. and access and selling access actually works. Um, uh, keeping in mind that the uh, fact checker at the Washington Post, Glenn Kessler, and yes, fact checkers are phony and and despicable, but Glenn Kessler's is as close to good as any of them. Um, he gave Joe Biden four Pinocchios for claiming the family never profited from business in China. Four Pinocchios. Anyway, uh, this is Tucker Carlson asking Devin Archer about a letter from Joe. Uh, and, and there's so many particulars in this worth uh, hearing. Go ahead, Michael. Forty. We found this letter kind of amazing. It's from January 20th, 2011. This is from the Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, to you personally, and it's personalized here at the bottom. Dear Devin, I apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday. I was having trouble getting away from hosting President Hu. Hu Jintang was yes. running China at that point. I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed lunch. Thanks for coming. Sincerely, Joseph R. Biden Jr. P.S. Handwritten. Happy you guys are together. So there are many levels here. But here's the vice president of the United States saying to you, a man in his mid-30s, who's not a government official, I'm sorry I was occupied with the guy who runs the world's largest country. I would much rather talk to you and thank you. What was he thanking you for? Well, uh, you know, first of all, it's a lovely letter, and it was... <laughs> <laughs> it's quite enthusiastic. It's a little weird, though, right? Yeah, well, it was... It, listen, it was it was kind of the beginning of our partnership, and he was thanking me and thanking Hunter, I think, at the end of the day for bringing this idea of this government regulatory strategic advisory business into the private equity world. And I think he was excited about the prospects for Hunter, and, um, you know, he was uh, just, just thanking me. I think it was a nice gesture. It was a nice, for sure, for sure. Very polite. It's, it gets a 10 on the etiquette scale, but he's a vice president of the United States right. and he's talking about foreign business deals with you and thanking you for right. that. I think, again, it, it goes back to my other, earlier point in, in, yeah, I think I hit at the time, I think I hit the jackpot in finding the regulatory environment or company that can navigate right to the top. But, you know, obviously as time's told, you know, being a little bit too close to the sun ends up burning you the regulatory environment company meaning we can grease all the wheels for you we know the people who will grease the wheels you'll get your deals done yeah regulatory environment is and we have a way to get a to avoid all the regulations uh that most people have to follow so that's something joe biden mentioning i am sorry i couldn't be there i was busy hanging out with the president of china I which, couldn't get away. <laughs> which is letting Devin Archer know 
it's a good idea you're in business with Hunter. What everything Hunter says is true. I am very powerful. I have lots of access to lots of people. That was the whole point of that, right? And you will be a priority. Yeah, yeah. and like Tucker pointed out, I didn't even catch that, but as Tucker pointed out, he's, he's like, I'm apologizing for meeting with the president of China instead of you. Right, to a business guy in his mid-30s. Yeah, final clip, 42. And this is not a criticism of you. I would think as a business guy, um, you use every advantage. These are not business guys. This is the vice president of the United States. He's right. not allowed to be working on businesses with foreign governments while he's vice president. I don't think. Not that I know of. <laughs> but here he is. Right. Amazing. Well, Tucker is unhinged, <laughs> uh, unhinged on a couple of topics, in my opinion. But he's an absolutely terrific interviewer. Devin Archer takes a very ha 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 jokey attitude toward all this, doesn't he? Yeah, not well, as far as I know. Ha ha ha. Well, he's lived in that environment and gotten rich in it, and and to the extent that he's stuck to that business of making phone calls, he's the guy who knows a guy, as as is Hunter. Um, Joey, none of what's the big deal? Well, exactly. None of it's illegal. It's the way Washington D.C. works, and he's talking to a fellow longtime D.C. insider. Although, uh, Tucker's obviously gone rogue, in a way. God, that interview is so huge. But because uh, f neither Fox nor mainstream media, because of Tucker's current standing in our society, can touch it, it's going unremarked upon. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That's a great point. We had uh, one adamant, adamant listener say, why do you guys never mention Newsmax? They're a terrific... Uh, uh, site for conservative news these days, and I actually downloaded the app. I was going to see what their headlines are, but um, your your email was over adamant, my friend. But you make a good point. <laughs> wow, that is something—a private letter from the vice president. That is something, and I'm glad yeah. that you and my son are in business together. Yeah, well, he brought the private equity world into regulatory environment consulting. In other words, super huge infusions of money into the family business. They got millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, whatever the total is now, 17, 21 million, whatever it is, into Hunter, who then spread it into a whole bunch of LLCs going to different family members, which is not the way I do business. And uh, helped support several sex workers in their lifestyle. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hundreds of migrants on the sidewalk in Midtown Manhattan. Dozens sleeping on cardboard outside the Roosevelt Hotel, waiting for a spot inside the intake center. New York nearing a breaking point. Busloads of migrants are still arriving in the city every week. More than 95,000 asylum seekers have arrived since last spring. Nearly two-thirds of them are now in the city's care. City shelters at capacity. Yeah, and we should have played that Bill Mark clip again from his uh, YouTube podcast thingy where he was complaining about all these liberal cities that were sanctuary cities, and we love migrants until they actually start showing up in their cities because they hadn't for the previous decades. Now they are uh, complaining about it. So I, I like the clip of uh, Mayor Eric Adams there, number 20, Michael, if you're available. Oh, he's trying to get a guest on the line. Eric Adams is uh, despair-ridden. He's beleaguered. He's giving up. He says it's not going to get any better from this moment on. It's downhill. We're we're at, we can't. We need help. We need the federal government to help us. Wow, good idea. Signed, Texas. So if you get overwhelmed with massive numbers of people with no place to be and no food and nothing but the clothes on their back, yeah, it's hard to deal with. It is really hard to deal with. Has been for a very, very long time. So welcome wait, to the reality of the rest of the world. Yeah, we've been told over and over again that, no, these are hardworking people. They're self-sufficient. Yeah, eventually, some, a lot of them will be. But it's a huge humanitarian problem right now. So another giant story that we mentioned earlier. Remember a couple of weeks ago when Governor of California, Gavin Newsom, was on with Sean Hannity, and they brought up the idea of, Newsom debating 
DeSantis, the governor of Florida, about COVID and business climate and all these different sorts of things. You remember Gavin Newsom's been putting up billboards in Florida and all that crap? Hell, he's traveling to Florida to campaign, yeah. Gavin Newsom said, anytime, I'll debate him anytime. Hour, two hours, hour and a half tomorrow if you want. Well, DeSantis got asked about it yesterday. He said, yeah, I'm in, I'm on. And now they're talking about November, I guess? DeSantis and Newsom actually debating. Let's talk about this with a good old friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, CBS political analyst Gary Dietrich. Gary, greetings. How are you? Hey, good, guys. Yeah, this is, i, I got to be honest, guys, this debate right now has been so anticipated. I'm not joking when I tell you, currently, as the political climate stands in the United States of America, this will be the biggest political debate we've had in years. And I think bigger even than perhaps a presidential debate. You know, the the I'm sorry to hear you're abducted. Because um, it sounds well, like you're abducted and you're in the speaking tr- through a soup can. You're in the trunk the of someone's of str- car <laughs> and you owe the money, I guess is the only thing I can imagine. But anyway, aside to the substance. That, <laughs> to the substance of what you said. So you think this could be, I agree, I've been saying for a long time, America needs this debate because it's so, so starkly different. The business climate, the politics, the way COVID was handled. I think this, and I think they'll both prepare and show up with the facts. I think this could be awesome for the country. By the way, guys, I was abducted. I'm just not sure who did it, whether it was Democrats, Republicans, or who. But I hope you can uh, hear me okay. Oh, yeah, we can. Jack, you're absolutely right. I mean, to to me, this is what this is going to do. You know, it's not just about DeSantis and Newsom, although I think this is going to be gargantuan. Whoever is perceived, right, as a significant winner, if there is one in this, is going to advance their political career dramatically as well as their stature in their own party. And if there is a loser, they they are going to have some real significant hurdles to overcome when they look at a 24 or 28. But more broadly, Jack, I think you've hit on something key. These guys right now represent, I mean, for the de facto spokespeople for their respective parties and political ideologies. You know, Gary, my only disagreement with you is that I think America is going to be watching the debate like a, a scout watches a baseball game. And if if this team plays brilliantly and the other team plays brilliantly, then, you know, it's win-win. And if, if DeSantis acquits himself well as a spokesperson for conservative ideas or, or what have you, uh, whether he quote-unquote wins or not, that will vault him to a different level, likewise uh, Newsom. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I don't think there is going to be an automatic winner or loser. And in fact, I think both of these guys, if you just watch them right now, they acquit themselves fairly well in defending their own state, their own policies, their own parties. And I think this is going to be huge. And you guys did hit on the uh, time frame for this. They're talking right now about November 8th or 10th. That's the current uh, time frame being put out there. You know, if you pay people the money you owe them, they don't lock you in the trunk. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> here's, here's, if I'm the debate moderator, here's my lead question. Uh, governors, you can both have a shot at this question. Why is everybody leaving California and going to Florida? <laughs> well, hey, guys, here's one thing. I mean, right now, this looks like a Sean Hannity-moderated debate. I mean, he's the one that's been, you know messing around with these two guys and talking about this for months. And, if you know, you know, everybody knows where Sean Hannity's coming from. Now, you know, most people actually believe that Sean Hannity was 
you know, rather even-headed in some ways with Governor Newsom. Yeah, in fact, someone in, agree. Someone, someone in his own camp said too even-handed. But it's going to be really interesting. If they do it on Fox and they do it with Sean Hannity, you know, some people are going to automatically say advantage to DeSantis and some of the people in the Democratic <laughs> which, world are going to say, what's going on? Which is hilarious. Oh, that's because, cute. Yeah, that is <laughs> cute. Because if you do a debate on ABC or CBS or NBC, it's seen as even and fair and not advantaging the Democrat, of course. But if, or you know, freaking whatever. CNN. Yeah, come Although, on. Although I would really, I'd say... I'd be really impressed if Gavin says yes to go on Fox and do it with Sean Hannity. That shows a willingness to like really get in the arena in a way that DeSantis hasn't done much of until his recent reset, where he's like really tried to stay in friendly territory. You got to be willing to go out there and 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 put out your side. So that'd be pretty impressive. Yeah, we haven't seen DeSantis, to my knowledge, on MSNBC or a right. place like that. But the point of the matter, I think, for for Newsom is. This really bolsters where he's been going, guys. Remember, he has created a national pack to parachute into red states with all the ads. He's done tours to these states. He still has millions of dollars in this pack and plans to go, he says, continue to go into red states to bolster Democratic Party chances and fortunes in those states. So this would fit perfectly with that stated aim. God, I feel like this would get 50 million people watching. Don't you? Think? I called it Ali Frazier. Yeah, yeah, I think it's 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 huge. But I I realize I'm biased in this, but I just feel like the facts are so much are on DeSantis's side. I mean, there's no getting around the fact that people are leaving California for the first time in the state's history. People, Florida is the number one destination I think for people moving there right now. I think the COVID examples and stats are way in DeSantis's favor. How do you see it? Well, I think DeSantis will undoubtedly arrive in a you know, you haul a truck with a California plate on it. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, Beautiful. Because, and in fact, they make, you know, Sean Hannity might just want to hold it inside of a U-Haul truck that's been driven from California. Or maybe on your way. But but anyway, I, I do think, I think it's going to highlight. Jack, I think you've really hit on something, to you. There will be huge parts of the audience. First of all, I think it's an it's a absolute certainty there's going to be a huge audience. There will be huge parts of that audience that already have their own minds made up going into this. And there will be some who said, you know what, this guy kind of makes some sense. This guy, I don't know, really. I mean, that's going to be, you know, that middle, that very valuable 10 to 15 percent middle is going to be important to both of these guys. But it's also going to be important for each respective party and these guys' political future to see if they can really hold their own, hold their ground and be the guy that they can see at a presidential debate podium in the near future. CBS uh, political analyst Gary Dietrich on the line. Gary, answer this question if you're comfortable. We, we try not to put you on the spot uh, with predictions and stuff like that because you try so hard to be nonpartisan. But uh, what's the percentage of likelihood that Joe Biden actually runs for re-election in your mind? Yeah, you know, Joe, that is probably, of all the questions sitting out there in 24, along with, and of course today, Highlighting again, along with, is Donald Trump actually going to be the Republican Party nominee? He leads in the polls, legal troubles and all that. But the other big question I get all the time is this. Who is Shohei Otani going to be playing for one year from today? That's the biggest question. No. Well, I'm hoping it's my beloved San Francisco Giants, but who knows? Uh, So um, the the question about uh, Joe Biden is really the central one for the Democrats, because New York Times poll comes out this week, guys. Dead even, 43% for each, you know, Trump and Biden. But still, the underlying weaknesses in his party, while they've gotten better over the last 6 to 12 months, 
remain. And so there's still the questions about, you know, will it actually be him or will it be Newsom? Will it be, you know, the vice president? I mean, uh, to me, really, that question has already been settled politically unless unless something significant happens to Joe Biden's health. Okay. Would, if you were the advisor, if you were advising that I'm, I'm trying a different tack than Joe did to get you to answer one of these questions. If you were the advising the Trump campaign, would you tell him yes, debate or no debate? Oh, I would tell him yes, debate. I mean, you know, the, the political the political sort of default on all this is if you're the front runner, don't debate, you know, because you could you could stumble. You could mess something up. I, I think Trump has shown himself always willing to engage in verbal, you know, repartee, in verbal battle. I don't, I don't know what advantage he would have to not do so. He could score a knockout punch if he wanted to. And I just have a hard time seeing him sit on the sidelines here in a couple mm. of weeks when that first GOP debate happens. I just, I just don't, it doesn't seem to me like the Donald Trump that we know. It's not his oh, brand. Stay at home. Yeah, the rope-a-dope is not his brand. All right, Gary, final question for me, and again, answer it only if you're comfortable uh, answering it. If there were some sort of IQ contest between Kamala Harris and a Labrador Retriever, (laughs) who would you bet on? Well, listen, I am utterly biased because my dog (laughs) is a Labrador Retriever. My dog, Courage, is a yellow lab. So I am going to give him the advantage over any human being. Wow, that is tactfully done. Gary Dietrich, he's a political analyst for CBS. Gary, it's always fun. Thanks, buddy. Okay, talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Unfortunately, headed to a cabin in the woods in the trunk of a car. (laughs) Oh, boy. You know, I almost got through that line without cracking up. I I will give Gavin Newsom this. He seems to be completely willing to, you know, be aggressive in, in all the ways that I thought Ron DeSantis would be, but has not been. Yeah, I, uh, yes. Uh, Gavin Newsom, if you want my a- honest appraisal of him, uh, he advocates policies that I think are ruinous. I think he's consistently dishonest. Many politicians are. And everyone knows it. Um, and I can't stand his ideology in, in most ways. I also think he took totalitarian powers during COVID that are utterly unsupportable by the California Constitution. And the American, the principles that America was founded on is despicable, 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 despicable. He is very smart and he's very confident. Yeah, just judging him as a political animal. He seems to he seems to have it. He's, oh, he's got chops, for sure. I forget yeah. who gets this. I hear this quote at least once a week. Somebody's famous for saying this quote when you're running for office, particularly for president. People who run for office, good gets better, bad gets worse. It's just like, whatever mm. you are, you go that direction. And we've seen that over and over again. And I think Gavin's one of the good gets better. He's better now than he used to be. Agreed. Yeah. And Yeah, and he's so obviously been angling for the nomination. And and he's in a great position because if the old man runs, okay, he is clearly the guy for 28. But, to the debate, but if he doesn't, just, he's ready. I just can't imagine how he would pitch any of the facts around the COVID decisions, by, for instance, that would you could even possibly spin to his benefit versus the way DeSantis did it. Well, oh, I've seen guys like dinner. I've seen guys like him cherry pick statistics and present them dishonestly well, that, and, that, and make an utterly morally and factually bankrupt case. Well, then that comes down to preparation. The DeSantis has got to be prepared to parry those or point out how they're cherry picked.
He's got to be ready yeah. to go on that stuff, which I think he will be. Because, mm-hmm. see, the advantage DeSantis has is he's been defending his decisions to the mainstream media since he took office. He's been right. under and attack. one twice in a purple state. He's been under attack constantly and having to defend himself. Gavin mostly gets, you know, praise and there's it's a one-party state with no uh, counterbalancing media. So he doesn't have to defend anything. Yeah, exactly. He's like the son of a king who became king because he's the son of a king. He didn't have to fight his way there, really. Anyway, man, that'll get huge ratings. Huge. In November? Why so late? We'll finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't say a word. They just released the entire Devin Archer transcript from when he was in front of Congress last week, or a congressional committee, so I'm sure people will be picking through that for good stuff. A couple of quick things. China, remember, I just saw this video, New York Post brought it back. Remember, they tried to pass off a golden retriever as a lion at a zoo several years ago. All right. So it's not beyond them to have somebody in a bear costume even though Katie Green seems to believe it's actually a bear at this point. Well, they've lost their zoo credibility. Oh, yeah. Oh, which reminds me, the panda thing? My my daughter, who lives in the D.C. area, alerted me that uh, our contract with the Kami Chinese to have one of their pandas or a pair of our pandas in the zoo ends at the end of this year, and it's thought because of the chilly relations they are going to uh, uh, repo their panda. Well, that was one of the ridiculous we fell for it opening of China friendship BS when they sent the pandas over here way back in the day. And now that that ruse is over, yeah, take your pandas back. I characterized it as hostile pandiplomacy, and she rolled her eyes at me. Her own father. Here's what I say to pandas. Pick a color. You're either white or you're black. (laughs) Wow. That's controversial. We got a bunch of texts explaining a weird thing that happened to me and my sons. We were at a a crowd, a gathering, and some guy did the splits right in front of us. And then, st- and? then started eating canned eggs, but I'm not sure that has anything to do with this. <laughs> Apparently, doing the splits in front of people randomly in a crowd is some sort of TikTok challenge sort of thing. We got a bunch right. of texts about that, so that explains. Because we were both like, we were all like, what the heck is going on here? I'll not be doing that for a variety of reasons. <laughs> Folks, it's uh, time for final thoughts of uh, these two uh, these two guys, uh, uh, Jackie, uh, Jackie Joe Armstrong, and uh, this is pal, pal Joe Getty. This stupid son of a bitch. Oh, dang it. Wow. Wow. Here, here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the day. Michelangelo, final thought? You know, when they debate, I'd like DeSantis to show up with props, like little props, like a miniature school with a clothes sign on it. He could hold it up for the camera, and then maybe a U-Haul with a California plate on it. Just do something different to get get attention, you know? He's got to do no something. No visual aids. That's against the rules. I'm sorry, Michael. Uh, Katie Greener, an esteemed newswoman, has a final thought. Katie? Well, what's a show without a little Dylan Mulvaney? I just saw the headline that uh, he is celebrating day 500 of being a woman. So I would like to let you know I am celebrating day 12,550. Congratulations. Thank you so much. But you're a real one. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? Yeah, we uh, engaged the guy at the Flat Earth booth at the farmer's market last night. My son's really got a kick out of that. But I'm going to start engaging those people more often. 
and just try to learn something about them. Not not like learn whether the Earth is flat, but learn more about people that are into those kind of conspiracies and whatnot. I need to. I need to. I need to be. I need to be more open-minded about different personality types. I'm going to shelve my final thought because uh, I'm reminded that a number of years ago, one of my vows, New Year's, you know, resolution or whatever it was to was to quit being so introverted and go ahead and risk talking to people who strike me as a little quirky because it'll be fine. I mean, they're not going to attack me. It'll just be odd or uncomfortable, and you'll learn something. I I did that for a while, then I kind of chickened out again. I've got to renew my vow. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have some fabulous hot links for you. All sorts of great clicks that we promised are there. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You know what people need to buy more of is the Cal Unicornia flags. Mm. We have one in the studio. It's fabulous. Get it at armstrongandgetty.com. Hey, pandas, pick a color. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. We were going to be bigger than Russia and Saudi Arabia put together times two. But damn it. That's insane. The reality is, is... Lie after lie after lie. I'm going to call my lawyer. Gun. So let's go out with a bang. You know, one of my kids said either the other day. I said, look, we're not an either family. <laughs> I grew up in either person. Grandpa's an either person. We're either people. We're not either people. All right. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.